Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hello, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Did you know that month of October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month? You know what? I was just like you. When I heard domestic violence, to me, it's about somebody got red eye, bloody nose, battered face. But you know what? It's not that. Domestic violence could be your partner or you doing a silent treatment. You don't talk to each other. That is domestic violence. I'm from a culture where that is big. I saw up, so growing up that silent treatment, and I thought it was normal until yesterday. My great friend, my schoolmate Heather Jeffrey, who's a coach, and she went through her own journey. She talks about that in the podcast. This is a great podcast. So much to learn and to share. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining this podcast today. Today, I have a, a good old dear friend, um, Heather Jeffrey. When I went to school with her, she was Heather Hep. Actually, I will never forget Heather because I still remember 2 o'clock at a.m., 3 o'clock at a.m., Heather keep me straight. Heather helped me study. We would just go into random classes, just sit there and study. And Heather was really my accountability partner. So I'm so grateful for Heather as a friend and as a, as a guide. Now she's a superstar physical therapist. She's a Christian writer. She's a speaker, a, a mother. Heather, thank you and welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to see all the things you're doing through this podcast and all your broad topics. Thank you, Heather. So I know you are a Christian writer and you just had a big symposium called Becoming the Whole Woman. Um, can you talk a little bit about it, a little bit about what you're doing? We want to hear all about you and learn from you. All right. Well, I'll tell you a little bit about what drove me to start writing and speaking. Um, I had a couple years ago started um started writing as a Christian writer, mostly devotionals and things that I wanted to save for my children, things I wanted them to know as they got older, how to handle certain situations. Um, and it really came into light when I went through a divorce a couple years ago. And at that time, um, it was a very confusing time. Wasn't really sure 
what was going on, but through several therapists, I was introduced to the terms narcissistic abuse. And once I learned what that was, I said, you know what, I never want other women or my daughters to be subject to this again. So my passion became helping women who were in difficult situations and that, you know, it can include difficult marriages. Um, It's not specific to marriage. It could be, you know, narcissistic parents or abusive parents or just really any difficult relationship. And the way I got through it is I turned to my faith and really um, got down to business and finding out who I was and what that meant, um, how I deserved to be treated, how I didn't deserve to be treated, and what was I modeling for my daughters. So during this process, as I started writing, I started studying, I started you know, really interacting with a network of community and women and realizing that this was a really big problem and it wasn't just me. And there were really no resources for women. And, you know, as a physical therapist, um, health is a priority to me. And I was finding that my health was suffering and the women that I was talking to, you know, we had really a common plethora of complaints. And it was all really based on this internal stress that we were living with, um, high alert, high cortisol levels. And when that happens, your body is always going to try to conserve energy any way it can. And so something shut down, your memory starts being affected and your reasoning. And, um, that just wasn't something that, I was comfortable with, and I knew that I needed to get out of that cycle because it was only going to get worse. So in that process, um, I did end up going to a series of therapists who were able to help me and open my eyes to what was going on. And in that, I developed a passion that I didn't want any other woman to go through that alone. And so as I've healed and as I've come through it, I ended up um, training to be a narcissistic abuse recovery coach so that I could reach out and help other women um, through this confusing time. And Naveen, it's so interesting that we're doing this podcast today because October happens to be Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so I really appreciate this opportunity to spread some awareness out there that, you know, we think of domestic violence as physical abuse. And there are so many layers of abuse. I was never exposed to physical abuse, but there are emotional abuse, psychological abuse, financial abuse, spiritual abuse, um, anything that uses your emotions or manipulative behaviors in order to damage or control the outcome. Um, Really, it's behavior control, mind control. So, you know, women are exposed to gaslighting and they have no idea that, you know, their perception of reality is being altered. So I'm really passionate about helping women who are in these relationships. You know, women come to me and they say, I don't know if I'm in an abusive relationship. I just feel confused and I know something's not right. And so we're able to get down to the bottom of that, you know, by asking a series of questions, um, you know, the very first question, you know, is, 
does the person, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a parent or whether it's a sibling, does that person show empathy and compassion? And if the answer is no, then that's, you know, pretty good indicator that that's not a good relationship. Um, so during this, I journaled everything, not necessarily, you know, I did journal details, you know, so that I could keep my own mind straight, but through journaling, I really would try to take a problem and, you know, write down my thoughts about it, write down what, how this was impacting my life. And then from there also write down, um, different scriptures or quotes or anything that I found encouraging and kind of put it all in one place with the idea that one day when my children are grown, cause I have two daughters one day when they're grown, I want them to have that collection so that if they go through these hard times in life, they've got things right there, resources available for them. And it's, it's kind of my legacy to them, my faith legacy to them that, you know, I wish I could talk to my great grandmother. I wish I could say, you know, tell me about marriage. Tell me about what it was like raising kids in that time. Um, she's passed, but if I had journals like that from her, oh, that would be so amazing. So that's exactly what I do. I've got about four volumes right now and I keep on going. And by the time they're old enough to do something with them, if they decide it's not for them, then that's okay. But I hope that they, I hope they really come to treasure it as I know I would, if I had something like that. And so that's what I've been up to for the last couple of years. Wow, that's amazing, Heather. Heather, you talked about October being the uh, Domestic Violence Month, and you said that a lot of people don't even know they're in a uh, domestic violence relationship because people think domestic violence is like getting beat up, bruised eyes, mm-hmm. bruised face, but you talked about it is, might not be, could be control. Can you talk a little bit about that? What are some of the other controls might be? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, emotional and verbal abuse there, it's a control of really how you see yourself. Um, It's a grooming process to devalue you to, it's a very subtle process over time that its goal is to devalue you and eat away at your self-confidence. So you don't think that you can get out and do better. Um, So that is anytime there's domestic violence, there's almost always emotional and verbal abuse because that's the whole goal of it is to beat you down in that way. Um, It could be jealous or possessive behaviors. You know, um, if you, if this person is controlling who you interact with, who you speak with, who you don't speak with, um, monitoring your activities. Uh, There were times where, you know, my location was being monitored and I had no idea, Um, which I don't think that's that unusual when you're, you know, married or with children, you know, I do know that I check my children's location. Um, But when you start to see these other things, it can be a little unnerving. Um, Stonewalling, silent treatments, those are all forms of manipulation to manipulate behaviors, withholding affection, Um, you know, people who are in abusive relationships are taught that they're not allowed to have emotions. And if they express those emotions, they 
are typically punished in one way or another, whether it would be with the holding, you know, affection, financial withholding, anything like that. Um, abuse in the form of intimidation or threats, shaming, you know, victim blaming um, is not uncommon for someone in an abusive relationship to say, well, I didn't like how you treated me yesterday. And then the person to come back and say, well, I only did that because you did X, Y, Z. And therefore blaming that behavior on the victim instead of taking responsibility for it. Um, There's also financial abuse. And that could be anything from withholding resources. A lot of women who don't work outside the home are stuck in abusive relationships because they don't have access to finances to get out. Or the opposite of that is if someone is using your finances and, you know, not investing in a relationship or a marriage, but using your finances as a convenience while they're doing other things, whatever they want to do and beating you down about it. And then the one that's really really near and dear to my heart that I do speak a lot about is spiritual abuse. And that's twisting religious beliefs or scriptures to fit a personal agenda. And, you know, that, that just enables abuse. I think there's a big problem and it probably exists in all religions. I know I've spoken to some friends who are various religions, but there's a big problem in the church that this type of abuse isn't recognized. And, you know, women are told to respect and submit to your your husband and the behavior will change and that and sometimes will enable that abuse. So a lot of education on different kinds of abuse is really needed out there. It's not just that narrow category of physical abuse that we think of. And uh, this is way past nine minutes, but this is amazing information. I actually got two questions for you. I did not, I'm from a culture that a lot of especially men do silence and until you told me that that didn't even click me that silence is is, is formal abuse yes yeah, silent the silent treatment can be a form of abuse if it's used as a punishment um you know if we get into an argument with someone or a disagreement and we just need some time to process that's not abusive that's actually a smart thing to do but if someone purposely um, give someone the silent treatment for days at a time as a punishment, then that's when it becomes abusive. Heather, again, this being the uh, domestic violence month, a lot of, like you talked about, a lot of people's realities altered and people don't even know how it, how they are deserved to be treated. How, how as a coach, how are you stepping into that and how are you helping people with that? For me personally, I think that comes with knowing who we are and what our purpose is. And for me, my faith was a very big part of that. I I had to see myself who I realized I was in God's eyes in order to see my own value and what I should be expecting. And, you know, through life, we often are taught different ways of, like you said, you know, different cultures interact differently. And so we've become a culture of tolerance where we tolerate so many differences. And I think that sometimes allows us to tolerate behaviors that we wouldn't ordinarily tolerate, if that makes sense. 
Heather, what, what makes you really good is that you went through your own journey and you grew and now you are in the process of helping other women um, as a coach. Heather, what's the best way to somebody to get in touch with you and get coaching? Um, right now through Instagram, that's where I spend most of my time. So my handle on Instagram is straightenyourcrown.one. And I also have a website, heatherjeffrey.com. But if you want to directly get in touch with me, Instagram DMs are the best way. Love it, Heather. Straighten your crown. Appreciate you so much, my friend, from all the way back 20 plus years ago to now. Thank you so much. Thank you. My takeaway from Heather's message is that you can be the abuser or you can be the abusive. What I mean is that someone like me who grew up in a culture with silence treatment with their domestic partner well that was normal but that is domestic violence so either way if you are getting abused or you abusing we don't recognize it until we take a step back so take a step back and like Heather talked about really question you to see how are you treating the other person and how is the other person being treated and then Either way, it's so good to get coaching. We get coaching in the gym, we get coaching in um, speech, we get coaching in, in um, at work, but why don't we get coaching in, in life? That's one of the, the biggest things that we need help and support. And, and having a coach like Heather, who's been through her journey, who's studied and who's willing to help, is highly recommended for all of us. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at and through my social media.